When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're tuned into It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. The top podcast covering the defending AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. Hosted by Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata at Odyssey Sports Podcast. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. AFC Championship Preview Bengals at Chiefs Sunday at 6.30. Lindsey Patterson, Mike Santagata. Mike, what's up? Not much. Uh, just, well, we got uh, two days for the listeners until game time, depending how many hours, depending on, it depends on how, when you're listening. For us, it's about three days, it's almost exactly three days away. Uh, this will be like the end of the first quarter. <laughs> so it's it's hard to get through the last few days, right? Like I know I, I'm writing an article tonight and then I'm done for the next couple days, but yeah, it's close. And I do want to say, you never know how many of these things you get to. So like, I do want to enjoy yeah. win loss or quadruple overtime. I accidentally fall asleep this AFC championship game because like, you don't know how many of these you get. Uh, what Drew Brees, he went to two, three, Nick can vet that hopefully, or I will. Um, but yeah, the only ones I can remember is the one he won. And the one that he lost on that, um, the call that made people review pass interference afterwards to the Rams. Uh, so, so like really good teams. They, they don't always make these games as much as the Bengals have made it the past two years. So like, I, I just want to enjoy this. And they won one of them. And that's always going to be in my memory as just an awesome sports experience. I got to see, uh, I'm a Cavaliers fan. So I got to see them win a championship and that'll always, you know, be with me. Uh, th- that was awesome. Hopefully I can get that with the Bengals. Hopefully we all can get that with the Bengals, but yeah, it's just uh breeze went to three. Okay. So we lost two of those bad boys. Um, but yeah, I, I just enjoy it because you don't know how many of these you get as awesome as the Bengals are. There could just be a bad, a stupid injury. There could be the team has a fluke loss. I mean, if Prochet somehow catches that Hail Mary and they lose in the first round, like that was possible and it would have just been luck. And that just happened. Sometimes you need, like I said, all year, basically you need, need a little bit of luck like it doesn't make it a fluke run just because you had some luck go your way that just means you're winning and and that everybody needs it you know i i mentioned i think the last time i brought this up months ago the rams don't win that super Bowl without luck the what jimmy ward or was it jaquiski tart i think it's just whiskey tart dropping the interception from stafford uh you've got the Donald miss block, the no call on Wilson you've got and the Bengals on the other hand had some luck with injuries and 
There are other things, I'm sure. Uh, uh, I guess like the Raiders play, like if they did rule them out of bounds, like what does that change the game type thing? So you need a little bit of luck, and they've gotten it uh, two years in a row. It doesn't mean it's a fluke run. They're good enough. Obviously, we watched them last week that they don't like they don't rely solely on luck, but you need, you need a little bit to just sprinkle your way. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think it's a little bit of luck and staying healthy um, in a lot of yep. key positions. When you look at last year's playoff run and, and where they're at right now, I feel like they're battling more injuries this year. They've just had people step up. Um, you know, when you when you have number nine out there, this defense is what it is. You have Lou on the other side and all your receivers coming back. Getting Jamar Chase back was absolutely huge in December. Um, that That is extremely important. And, and we'll go to the offensive line right now. And I agree with you. You need to enjoy the moment. It's cool to be excited. Look, I know Kansas City gets to host a lot of these every year, and that's awesome credit to them. Uh, but Bengals fans should should love being right here in back-to-back years to get this other matchup with one of the top teams in the AFC because the Bengals are one of the top teams in the AFC. So we'll go to the offensive line. Bengals practice today. They'll have a light practice tomorrow and then a little walkthrough before they travel to Kansas City on Saturday. Game is on Sunday. And Alex Kappa. There was some news earlier this week on Wednesday that he was in the locker room. They didn't see him at practice during the media portion. For how that works, the media is allowed to be at the first part of practice. Then they have to leave. Uh, there was a period of time when they first enter practice and their cameras and video pictures, all of that is not allowed to be on, but they can report what is going on. And then practice is close to the media and the Bengals continue their practice. Most of the time you're watching stretching, nothing too crazy, a uh, little warm-up drills when media is in that portion of practice. Alex Kappa, Jonah Williams, they weren't at practice on Wednesday, but in open locker room, the media saw Alex Kappa. He's not, he wasn't on a scooter. He was on his boot when he went to Buffalo. Now tape, there's tape around the ankle. And today on Thursday, as we're recording this, you're probably listening on a Friday morning. He was at practice. He didn't participate he was watching the O-line drills, and I think that's pretty big to see Alex Kappa just with his O-line out there, ankle taped, no more boots. You almost wish that they would get a little bit more time, um, but this would also probably hurt the Bengals' subterfuge. This is actually something that they should be a little bit you know, not mentioning type thing, like the Hakeem Adenji versus Isaiah Prince thing. Like I, I am kind of at the point where I did think they were just trying to fool the, the Bills, but I'm also like, I don't know if they care. Uh, uh, but if you're talking Max Sharping versus Alex Kappa, they should care. Like that, that's a big difference. Like that, that is, um, that's pretty massive. Uh, Alex Kappa once played a game with a broken forearm. I'm just going to remind people of that. And he tried to play on a broken femur once. So if there's any chance he can go, I think he's going to go. Now, do the doctors clear him? I don't know. The Bengals doctors seem to lean slightly conservative on this type of thing. Uh, they don't want to rush them out there. They're certainly not dialed up. The slider maxed is the Dolphins, and they are not there. Uh, <laughs> well, at least the slider There's... maxed used to be the Dolphins. Now the Dolphins are forced to turn that down, but used to be. Um, but, yeah, I I think if there's a chance he goes, he goes. Um, and whether or not he can, you know, like, I think if he goes, he's going to go the whole game. I think adrenaline hits. Every You get cortisol shots. You get your smelling salts. You get all this stuff to amp you up, and, and so you don't even feel it. Afterwards, he's probably going to feel terrible, but you get if you win, you get two weeks till the Super Bowl. If you lose, hey, you got like six months. <laughs> so th- there's plenty of time to recover. This is a get, 
if you can go, you're going. Everybody that can go should go in this do or die AFC championship. Like I said, you don't know how many chances you get at this. So you need to try to win this. Bengals have only ever been to three Super Bowls, one in my lifetime. A lot of teams have still never been to the Super Bowl. You look at the Browns who have been around since football, and they still haven't been to a Super Bowl. So uh, you got to cherish these, and you got to try your hardest to get there. I think anybody that can go will go. It's kind of like – you have nothing to hold back for, in my opinion. I, I, I guess, like, yes, Kappa could re-aggravate it and then win this game and then miss a Super Bowl, but I just don't think you can have that mindset. I think you have to have the mindset of this is do or die. We cannot hold a player back. Like, last week, you could hold a player back just because you have to play the next week if you win. Two weeks ago, especially, you could hold a player back because you got two more games. Like, it's still almost, like, season-type thinking. Now, I think you you basically have the bye week. So, in my opinion you don't hold anything back. If he can go, he'll go because I think he has insane pain tolerance. And um, he's also an upgrade. Uh, he was, in my opinion, the best offensive lineman, definitely in pass protection. He can get some real movement in the run game, even if he doesn't always land at the second level. So to me, if he can go, he'll go. It's just up to the doctors to clear him. I wish we got an update. You know, he was curling the the towels. You know, mm -hmm. has he moved up? What What is the progress there? Like, we know scooter to boot to tape. Is it towel to uh, a, a wet towel to like a bucket of water? Is he curling buckets of water with his ankle? No, and that is a great question. Uh, we do have mailbag questions we'll get to in the next segment. There was a lot of Alex Kappa, Jonah Williams conversation of what you do with your offensive line. And I agree with you. It's do or die right now. This is a huge game. You have Kansas City. And like Zach Taylor said, this is not about winning four in a row. It's about winning one more time in a row. And that's their main focus. On the road, it's it's loud and arrowhead. They know that. Uh, when you have a guy who's very familiar with the playoffs and Alex Kappa and even Ted Karras, who was getting a little bit of Treatment during that Bills game. He was wearing a brace today at practice, but he just powered through. Um, and having guys like that on your offensive line and, and one of the biggest games that you've played in, the biggest game that you've played in this season is extremely important. When it comes to Jonah Williams, look, it just seemed Jonah Williams, it looks like there's no real new update that's kind of happening with him. So I wouldn't doubt that he's going to be more of a hey, if they win this game, maybe he's good for the Super Bowl. But we have to keep telling people that if Jonah can go, Jonah's gonna go. You yeah. saw Jackson Carmen in one game. Jonah has been out there, reps chemistry with this offensive line during the run when we weren't even talking about the offensive line. So don't get carried away by Jackson Carmen in one start. I know there's optimism. It's very exciting to see those highlights. He did a great job in the snow versus the Buffalo Bills. But this is a whole different matchup when you're going against a guy like Chris Jones. Um, th this D-line, it won't be easy to face with your offensive line and still having a couple backups out there, especially if Alex Kappa can't go. So if Jonah can go, he's going to go. Yeah. And the, it's funny, non-Bengals people are like, this is a discussion, <laughs> but in the Bengals, you know, like we're micro analyzing everything. Everything's under the microscope. So it's seeing that one game uh, that Jackson Carmen started and got the whole week to practice. And it was an upper echelon Jonah type game. It was like a good game, legitimately good. So like I can see the extrapolation and maybe you're tired of, you know, uh, Jonah, you know, because you have the mindset of Jonah getting beat to, you know, Miles Garrett and Micah Parsons and even Alex Highsmith and these good rushers. Carmen didn't really face that. Uh, so like it, it's not it's not like he shut down one of the league's best he didn't go against Von Miller and I think that does stick in people's minds seeing Jonah lose to like high-end talent 
to me, Jonas still the more consistent, better option. But Carmen Chody could step up. I don't want to take anything away from that. And if he has, if he's called upon again this week, I think you have a little bit of confidence about it. I, I don't think you should think like, oh, he's gonna shut him down. He's his floor is higher than what Jonah could give you. It's like no, but <laughs> we've seen his floor be pretty bad before. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't want to downplay it too much. I, I have some confidence in his ability to start in this game. There's just a little bit of trepidation to go with it. And I'm sure we'll get to it in the mailbag about who I would start if Jonah could play, um, because that is a very common question. Um, I just need you guys to stop saying he's trash and stuff because nice. he's, he's not terrible. I know he leads the league in sacks given up. That is one statistic that goes against him. That is also a very flawed statistic to do all your tackle evaluation from. Like I have mentioned repeatedly about Carmen. In his two games, he's given up one sack. That sounds great, right? That's like nine sacks in a season. So that would put him right below Jonah as like the third most sacks given up in the league over two uh, over uh, an entire season. So just, just dial it back a little bit. And I also think Jonah played hurt a lot of the season with the dislocated kneecap. And I think that's also a little bit why he might not be able to go right now because one dislocated kneecap, maybe you could kind of put a little extra weight on the other leg and whatnot two dislocated kneecaps you don't have either leg being very stable so that needs to uh that probably needs to fully heal i've also never heard of somebody dislocating both kneecaps in one year that's pretty insane that's crazy for an offensive lineman um and, and not encouraging so we're hoping jonah can get back out there soon again no update on jonah williams right now it's very quiet in uh zach taylor's eyes when when talking about the updates for the both of them right now but little optimism that alex kappa was on the sideline at practice day just watching he wasn't dressed or anything like that but there is tape on the ankle versus the boot that he was wearing a couple of days ago so these two teams they don't like each other they play each other pretty much four times in 12 months it's division rivals almost, but worse. They just don't like each other. I love everything about it. Uh, the Burrow had talk. Mike Hilton, he had some fun. It's hard to not like Mike. I mean, even Mike Mike says it with a smile. He has a good time out there. He's like, hey, look, we're going to Arrowhead. My quarterback's name is Joe Burrow. It kind of went together. I loved it. Not a big deal. It wouldn't have bothered me if they called Paycor Stadium, Patcor Stadium. Um, but it can't be because because Patrick Mahomes doesn't win there. Uh, but, but, but but overall, it, it's, I think it's kind of fun. And then today um, is another open locker room that they had in Kansas City. And linebacker uh, Willie Gay was asked if anything impresses him about the Bengals' offense, and he said nothing. Nothing. It's hilarious, though, because earlier in that interview, he's like, yeah, Coach Reed said we don't give him any bulletin board material. We're not going to trash talk. How do you feel about the, that offense? Nothing impresses me. <laughs> He says, like, he says it into the mic. Nothing. I'm contractually obligated to say I'm not going to talk trash, but uh, here you go. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, it's not that bad. I no, think it's, it's nothing. It's nothing like Reed. None of, none of, nothing that has been said is the Justin Reed level of that guy's soft type talk. Like, they haven't done that. I'm sure both teams are going to use a little bulletin board material. The burrow head, the nothing impresses us. It's like, it's very light. It's very, there's way worse things are going to be said on that field. So, um, Willie Gay, hey, if he could step up and, well, was I think Bolton was the guy that got sent to the chalk zone by uh, Samaj P. Run. I'm trying yeah, to remember exactly. which one. Yeah. Um, neither linebacker played well in their first game, but they're both very athletic. And uh, they could. I don't know. I, <laughs> I think the I think the game plan is going to be to go at them. That's what it was in week thirteen. So they got to step up. And we'll see. But here's the thing: even the Justin Reed stuff, I feel like they're going to go back at Justin Reed again. 
I think it's just going to be like, look, because even tw- I remember him tweeting after the game and, and still feeling the same way that he felt before the game, which is absolutely insane to say after you get beat. Uh, I, I love this rivalry that the two teams have. I mean, the biggest stage, you're going right back to Arrowhead. And uh, I think you could really quiet the crowd if you start to control the game. Obviously, we'll have previews and predictions later in the podcast. But I, I just love everything about the two of them. They just don't like each other. And uh they know, and, and Joe Burrow talked about it yesterday. He's like, look, we respect them. Um, you know, they're they're still the team to beat, and uh, we're coming for them. And I just I, – I just I, – I, the thing about it is we're recording this on a Thursday. This game is on a Sunday. They're playing the – I do not like the 6.30 kickoff. I want that 3.30 kickoff. Because how am I going to pay attention to these NFC games? 6.30 is fine to me. Why? Yeah. Well, I don't like 8. Like that that's too late for an East Coast kickoff because you are you wrap up at like eleven thirty and then we do a podcast until like one in the morning. That's true. That's true. Six 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 thirty kickoff, we're wrapped up, you know, game probably wraps up at like nine thirty and then we're able to record it then, you know, get it actually get a full eight hours of sleep type situation. I like that more. <laughs> Selfishly. I I six thirty is fine to me. I, I don't know. I don't think it's a bad kickoff time. I'd prefer the three thirty kick, but I always prefer it to go earlier. I don't mind watching Eagles 49ers. I think that game's going to be awesome. Oh, um, it's going to be amazing. Well, I'm excited. I hope so. I, I, there's a world where it's not, in my opinion. Well, I don't know. Well, there's I, I a think, not when <laughs> the Bengals lose. Yeah. <laughs> I just mean, there's a world where, like, never happened. But, you know, Brock Purdy shows up like a rookie. And I, I, that, like, that could always happen to me. Like, that's what I always – keep thinking of it's like does i don't think there's a world where the 49ers blow out the eagles could happen i guess i don't know it's the it's nfl i wouldn't have said the Bengals could blow out the bills last week i was like they could win i don't know if they could blow them out um and they did so but i I think there is a world where the 49ers get blown out but um they also probably have like a 50 percent chance to win it this game so i'm not going to say that eagles are going to blow them out or anything i'm hoping for a good game that's all i'm saying Hoping for a good game. There were plenty of Super Bowl questions. More look at the offensive line next when it's the mailbag segment on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.